the real reaction gents this is the real reaction I think my having had maybe three four hours to sort of digest it all I think my overwhelming feeling is of maybe frustration I think would be fair to say I think yeah. we've obviously under Conroe Shea we've built something really special we seem to be going in the right direction and there's I it's not necessarily like this has been years. It has been years in the pipes, but we're now at a position where in the last 12 months specifically, so much has changed and we've seen so much of a progression. And all of that, it almost feels like it's a bit of a, that's all gone. That's all. It's not, has, has it been wasted? I'm not sure it's been wasted because we now have a team and a squad and players capable, but everything that Crowley's put into this is going to be so hard to pick up. After this. I just feel like it's a massive, Everything he's worked so hard to, to, to create has been been trampled on. I was I was thinking about in general the, the situation of the but also with the team with Benetton, for example, because they lost the attacking coach. We are losting the attacking coach of the national team. Two teams they they were yes different, but there was something really similar in the way they they were approaching, uh, for example, the attack. And now you're going to see something like going backward uh, in some way and and probably trust the players in a way that probably we we weren't expecting at the beginning of his uh, adventure with uh, the national team. But he did such a great job. And uh, we know it was going to hand, uh, but we were hoping... Uh, uh, maybe it wasn't the, the right time, and also what he said about staying other, he was keen to stay other four years, a cycle that because he 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 had a vision about this team, a great vision, uh, and uh, everybody were pushing in the same direction. And you, this is, oof. you made but a good point there, actually. Um, so there's not one that I thought about, but it is a really important one. Um, in Obviously, our last um, last podcast with Maris Goosen, but he spoke about how we were afforded time to focus on attack because of the alignment between the franchise and the national team. And like you said, there, there was some similarities in terms of how how they shape up. And now it's going to be a position where we're going backwards in in the case that there could be potentially a completely different attack style for Benetton next year. It could be a completely different attack style for Italy the following year and there's immediately another sort of point of disconnect and I think I'm with you boys I, 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 I'm so disappointed in this and I think there's a lot of just rugby fans it doesn't even necessarily need to be Italian fans um, but just rugby fans which will because of how we're playing and how attractive the, the style of play is and I think we're in a position where we were finally building an identity in terms of the Italian way and we could potentially not have that and I think that'd be a travesty not only for Kieran and his legacy but for us as Italian fans as rugby fans I think that's that's a little bit sad to be honest I agree and I think another thing we mentioned earlier was that almost 
this whole this whole podcast that we did and this everything we've discussed in the past few months Mike, before we actually came before we started actually putting this podcast together was this is all on the back of the fact that we wanted to now the italian rugby team were playing this style and people were starting to take notice we thought this was the perfect time to start trying to really push that narrative to, to people all around the world to kind of the the audiences around the world that maybe speak more english and to the english and the south africans and new zealand and you kind of really spread the word and really promote what we're doing and it almost feels like we owe a lot of this podcast to kieran in, in the sense and absolutely and that, and that and that's that's the and, and we obviously spoke to two weeks ago and I, and I keep thinking back and thinking how positive and how encouraged he was about everything about italian rugby and his vision and what was what was to come ahead and, and what the plan was and everything that had been put in place i think in four years time like he said in his press release he wanted to take us through to the the next cycle of rugby world cup and i think whilst this world cup this year is a bit of a we can't really lose. We're in a group with, with France and New Zealand. No one really expects us to do anything. I don't think any of us Italian rugby fans expect us to get out of that group. I mean, if we do, wow, amazing. And I think we're all aware of what we're capable of doing on our day. But that World Cup in 2027 was something we were all really excited and working towards as something that maybe being the first time we ever got out of the group and maybe reaching a quarter final for the first time ever. And what this team are now, and what it could be in four years excites all of us. And I think we were all incredibly excited and so, so buzzing about that, 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 that prospect. And now, if someone new does come in, right in this, in between the two cycles is how difficult is it for that person to take this, to take that and keep it going without any sort of setback. The, the, the idea that a new person would come in is going to take it's going to it's going to require a long time to get up to speed and be able to get to grips with that way or that style and that that way of coaching and to have to, to build those relationships with these types of people in the squad that is going to set us back and that all and it almost feels like that 2027 goal has just been made that 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 bit harder It's gonna be hard. Uh, you know what is what is gonna be funny. That probably, if I remember well, the um, the system of the next World Cup is gonna change, and I'm quite sure we're gonna pass this the the group, and everybody's gonna say, "You see, he passed the group, the new coach." I I didn't, don't have anything against the new coach, but it's gonna be something obvious to see. But all the brand that we are supporting now it's the one that we are losing at the moment i hope the next coach is going to show us some great uh, rugby a lot of efficiency less uh, uh, silly mistakes uh, in some areas of the field but for now you see the brand you see something building you see losing games also when you were like the the must win the must win games for us but still uh, it's like uh, I'm gonna try to enjoy this World Cup and then see what's gonna uh, be after. But it's so 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 different to understand now that we are going there with a coach that we already know is not gonna be there after the World Cup. So 
we can say, ah, so bad. He was already thinking something else. He didn't plan very well this game because he know then he's leaving, so he doesn't he, he don't care. Everything is gonna be said about this, and uh, that sucks. Yeah, it's, it's a catch-all, isn't it? It's a catch-all saying, right? Um, oh well, clearly, like X wasn't invested, or X wasn't interested, or they had right. other other thoughts. You're absolutely right. One one thing that I would like to ask you guys, and I think the foundations that that Connor originally set up with the work that he was tinkering on the back. We've spoken about it in, in, in a couple of podcasts. Um, I Maybe that's more appreciated outside of Italy than maybe in, inside of Italy. I think, you know, there's a lot of fans of Stephen Abood who, who speak about um, the, the transition from our sort of elite pathways, under 20s, all of that, and the success that we've had in recent years. And then you back that up by... Um, Franco Smith obviously taking risks and blooding players and um, having having the bravery to do that. And we come to um, Kieran, who obviously now has put this this new style of play in place with the other coaches. And he's defined this as the best way to play for the players, like for our players, for our skill set, for how we are as a nation. And... Like you said, Ottavio, we can go now and there could be a completely different style which suits us, you know, as well. But in terms of legacy, I think that's really important. I think that's really important. It was really important for two reasons, though. One, because his impact to Italian rugby goes deeper than just his time with the national team. And I think people tend to forget how successful Benetton were uh, when we reached the playoffs that one year and what the sort of waves happen after that. Um, but secondly, you know, he's he's someone who could potentially have built the foundations for us to have a really strong team with his selection and his bravery in selection um, for this World Cup. And like he said, he thinks, you know, in our interview, he said he thinks that these are players that could potentially be here for two more cycles. So, um, yeah, Otavio, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, you know, like the next the next player... Sorry, the next coach has big shoes to fill for sure. And also thinking about, for example, the uh, how is gonna. I want team to be remembered not only for uh, selection problems, uh, like uh, he was the one they didn't let Paris play his last World Cup, uh, or the guy. Yes, he. he he was the coach of the Italy that lost against Georgia. Completely agree. That's true. But it's not only that. And probably only the the players can tell us for what is Kieran Crowley for them. They are fighting for everybody around like us. So maybe that is going to be something that going to help them in the next two cycles, like what he did to, to Menoncello, how it helps Lorenzo Cannone to be the number eight that we want, uh, Lamaro being the captain we want now. Uh, so many things, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. And I think what one thing you said, which was sort of quite nice as well, is 
like his legacy lives on through the players and that's that's actually a consideration I didn't think of that's actually really powerful and I'm happy to to go on record saying I don't have any issues with any of his selection clearly he's closer to it and I think one thing us Italians tend to do um is over romanticize things so like we want to give someone a particular sort of farewell the swan song and you know that because that's that's who we are like deep down you know we, we we love to have that romanticized sort of fairy tale ending and actually we're we're in a sport where you know it, it's it's it, it's pretty cutthroat right the person in front of you wants to take you out you want to try and not to be taken out and then when it's your turn you want to take someone else out that's that's the nature of the sport so having someone like in terms of selections and stuff like you said because that's been a narrative that's been popped around by many italian fans over the past two three four weeks um it's sort of irrelevant right i think some of them probably will will have feel like they've had the last laugh similar to how the commentary football fans were with wasps but it's like it's sort of irrelevant isn't it a lot of people that didn't like um um didn't like Carly because he didn't speak Italian. Yeah, like I, and I mean, honestly I, I I'm Italian but I don't care about the thing. It's something that really was oh come on, why he doesn't speak Italian? Because he's not comfortable with that. Because he, because he he doesn't need to in that moment, in my opinion. My opinion. No, no, you're right. I think, you know, one one thing that we all say is we 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 are doing this podcast, albeit we can all speak Italian. We we're, we're doing this podcast in English for that exact reason, right? Because we feel more comfortable articulating to, you know, non-Italian speakers in English, right? So that's the thing. I think it feels like it just feels like this is all He's just got unfinished business and I think it will forever be the case of he he will always I imagine he will look back on this and just think I I had so much I had so much to give I was there was so much I was going to contribute so much and so all the good things that could have happened is that it just feels like it's just a really it's just all come to an end far too soon and that's the overwhelming sense here is that he was building something and it wasn't finished yet. You know, it, it, we were still, there was still more to come and we'll never, we'll never get to see that. And I mean, you know, this is, you know, it's easy to say this now when we, we, we don't know. I mean, in two years down the line, we could be in an even better position. We don't have, we don't know that. It just, it just seems unlikely and it feels, feels like that that's unrealistic to suggest that anyone coming in now can, can kind of, isn't going to take some hit. And I said to you boys before that we're not one of these nations like England, for example, who can, who their, that their, their idea of a bad spell is losing half the games they play or something or finishing third in the six nations, for example, for us, that is going to be, there is going to be a significant drop off. if Whoever comes in struggles to, to, to get things going initially. So, I think that's the concern and I feel like we've all been damaged enough in the past by suggestions we should be booted out of the competition or suffering defeat after defeat after defeat and really kind of being hammered all the time for it and you just hope that 
that doesn't happen because with a young group like we have and maybe the, the the bad feeling amongst the group at this decision we might we might feel this quite hard and I think that's the concern here not even this World Cup because I'd like to think that whoever whichever team we put out against you know the first two teams we have in the group we should be able to win and and then and getting that third place and ensuring we don't need to qualify again. But it's what might come in the years to come. And I think that, that, that so much excitement about the, the World Cups to come all seems a very long way now, rather than viewing it as exciting and can't wait. It's almost a bit like I'm a little bit scared as to, to what might happen now. Yeah, because we need to see how how the guys are going to take the... the the new coaching philosophy in uh, how they're going to suck into this the new way of play i'm sure something is going to help uh i'm the first big difference is going to be about the kicking game we're going to go back uh, where we were like one year ago so of course a lot of box kick by the scrum off a lot of kicks in play we are not going to see Attacking from the with exit strategy from the uh, kick reception, we are not gonna see that, and it was something like, uh, like a trademark kinda for for Italy in the last year. Uh, from from let's see from the Samoa's game, there was something that we're gonna that is done, that is gone. So let's see what we how during the World Cup are they gonna improve that kind of play. I just, I, just, I just think we have we have a we have a way and I just I don't want us to come away from that we have the players the squad to play a certain way we have to play that way I don't I just don't want to see that that go and and, and it, I think the, the 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 main thing is is just how proud is clearly a good man manager too it's clearly got players on side both in a rugby sense and just in a personal sense. And I feel like there's going to be a huge, I mean, you know, we're saying this, like we know who might come in or, uh, you know, the people that are being mentioned and the, someone that might come in. It's, it's difficult to see that someone who's of a completely different nationality, upbringing, background in terms of coaching, where he's coached, that could all be very different to what Crowley's had. And Crowley's been in Italy for a long time. He knows the system and it's taken a long time for him to get here. So the idea of someone else coming in, it will be a real, it's going to take everyone a lot of time to adjust to that. And I feel like that's, that's a concern, isn't it? That's a worry is we don't want to have that. We don't want, we don't need time and we don't, we don't want it. We want to be kind of continuing to progress now. We don't want to have to take a back step. And I guess that's the overwhelming sense here is that we've taken a backwards step. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm 100% with you um, with that sentiment. I think a lot of people... <laughs> extremely... Yeah. Um, I've got a quick question for you boys then. In in an ideal world, right? And And you can't say Kieran again. Right, but who would you have as next uh, next coach for the next cycle in in an ideal world? I put you boys on the spot. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I go with um, one between Dave Rennie was a good name. 
because it was a fighting team in Australia. Uh, they lost crazy games also against us for, uh, for a kick, we can say. But for Dave Rennie or another Australian, Michael Chega. Those two guys for me, Chega may be more similar to something we saw in the opposite side of the field. Uh, maybe he's fluent in Italian, isn't he? He was playing in Padova. I, I think he's fluent. I, I, I read that, I think, on his wiki, and it stuck oh, with okay. me. <laughs> but I think he is. Maybe one of them, another good name, but was another way was maybe let's kiss and digland kidney from uh from irish maybe those two together that would could have been an option uh actually i wasn't expecting quesada i wasn't expecting quesada to finally go to pumas to argentina the, or contepomi or quesada in that way but chega maybe is the guy latino in some way uh, but but not too much yeah, I like I like the idea of Michael Checker. I think that kind of feels like it it could fit, but then on the other hand, I feel like it could very much be a decision that would backfire incredibly quickly. Maybe given could, that, I know exactly what you mean. It could he's, be he's he's his character. He's quite a big character, and I think like sometimes it, it'll be like his, big way the his way or the highway. And I feel like maybe that won't. That I don't think that always. It's too well. I don't. I don't. I know we haven't. We haven't even really mentioned Portolami in terms of a, in terms of a, whether he obviously is doing great things at Benetton for now, and I think, but his progression and potentially for Italy maybe in the future that he stays with Benetton and he really kind of hones his skills and whatnot. But obviously, he's someone that's within the system has played there. Uh, I feel like he also maybe is uh, a good person to have. For some of these young boys too, I don't know whether uh, that would ever be something that's considered because obviously he plays a certain way with Benetton. He's he's been there, he's done it. I don't know whether maybe that would whether he would ever be in line, but I, th I don't feel like that's something for now necessarily. Um, Michael Check though, I, I do like that. I do like that shot, but you've put me too much on the spot, Michael. Yeah, no, I know. I, I know. I'd I'm probably sorry, need probably need more time to. Yeah, I, just, I, I suppose it's like none, none of us want to think about like you know what 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 potentially could be like Nirvana after after uh, Kieran's gone. But I think there are a couple of coaches, like you said, who are going to be sort of closing off their tenure as as head coaches of international teams, and I want to emphasize international teams at the similar sort of stage. And I think you boys said Dave and Dave Rennie and Michael Checker. And I think one thing that people speak about Dave Rennie very highly is his emotional intelligence, is the fact that he wants uh, players want to run through wolves for him. And, to, you know, he knows how to, how people tick, uh, like he knows what they're thinking about. He knows the emotional side behind them. So I think that's one thing where um, we we probably like need that sort of almost like that comforting father figure like you said march for for an italian team just because of the amount of negative stuff that is posted out there continuously sure. for these young players i think that's nice. really important i think that's really important for this squad given that it is so young anyone that comes in does need to be able to 
have that sort of father element. I think that's quite important for this team. Whilst obviously needing everything else, I feel there is generally something about um, uh, having someone that could come in and be personable and 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 do it that way. So I definitely think that there is there is a case for maybe looking at that just as much as anything else, given given the age. No, guys, I'm thinking about the staff who's going to be there, who's going to leave. And even Goosen will leave as well. Well, think about maybe some coaches that have been there for a long time. Maybe they're going to leave. Maybe they're going to have another position. Because it's going to be hard also for a new coach to, to come into a new this new role without anybody of like, without his right or left arm or left hand uh, um to work. You're right. No, so I'd expect that I'd something. expect there to be I'd expect there to be I'd expect that person to bring at least two or three people with them, which would tell me that whilst this is a head coach change, this is probably most likely also going to see quite a few changes within the coaching staff. Yeah but also Crowley for example he brought with him uh Guzan, but then uh, also there was uh, Neil Barnes in the couple of years uh, on the breakdown. Uh, they assume a new coach about the line out from the federation, so that's probably the guy is gonna stay there uh, longer. You've got to think if, if they're not if they're not Italian speakers either, they need they're gonna want to surround themselves with coaches that speak their own language as well. <laughs> so so are, we gonna, are we going to see Bergamaschi from Zebra? Yes. Who knows? But it, it, it's a scenario that we can so, think just, about. Just, just to add to the speculation, has Brunello said where he's going next? No, nothing about him. Interesting. Yeah, but also I'm wondering if it was a good, was a big step or the right step? Oh, it'd be under twenty to the national. I'm happy team. to say it. It would it would be a really ridiculous, really ridiculous step um, for the federation to get our under twenties coach straight into yeah, the, the national. Just, just, it just, but but would would I be surprised if it happens? Is the question. And please don't ask me that <laughs> because, <laughs> <laughs> because um, yeah, I don't I don't really want to answer that. Let's see what's going to happen in the next days on newspaper, website, and stuff like that.